Okay. Did you? You didn't bring any in, did you? Not today. That's fine. That's all right. Are we rolling? Mm-hmm. We're going now. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Last minute guest. Yeah, no problem. Shavir. Was this a three-peat now? Four. Four. Wow. Am I in the running for... Probably the most. Yeah, I think you're tied with like... Yeah, he had four as well, but he didn't live in the same building though, so it's understandable. I'm coming for you all. I got a little something for you today. I couldn't find the one you wanted, but I got... Ooh. You asked for the Ahuga uh, last time, and I yeah. I spent like twenty minutes looking for like a cartoon like Ahuga, but you can't. It's only it's like legitimately you can only find like real car horns like that. I appreciate that. It's kind of strange. All right, let's start the show. <clears throat> Ooh, I like this vibe. It kind of yeah. goes with the weather, right? It's a really yeah. snowy day out there today. Are you gonna seduce me? No, not next with the mics on. Next time. Next time. Welcome to Bad Vice, everybody. Shavir, what is Bad Vice? Bad Vice is a show where we respond to advice columns and then see what the columnist said, and it's often very different from the advice we offered. Very good. Very good. And Uh, therein... Therein lies the the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Therein comes the show. Um, I got a couple good ones this week. I only have one musing, so I'll save it for the middle, but... Oh, I have a musing. Oh, you do? Do you want to start with it? Let's do it. Yeah. What's up? Why do we use checks? Checks? Oh, dude, don't get me started on checks. I wanted this to be a calm episode, but I might fucking blow a load right now talking about checks. I have a check that I got in the mail like five days ago. I still haven't cashed. You can take a picture of it nowadays and cash it. And I haven't even done that yet because I just don't want to. I don't want to use checks anymore. I don't trust the picture thing. I don't know. Really? At least you have the evidence of the check, though. Yeah. I have the biggest distrust in checks because my check got stuck in the machine and I almost had like fucking $5,000 in limbo because they couldn't find where the fuck my check was. Fuck checks, man. You got a $5,000 check? Yeah, I did. Big baller. Big baller. Um, I was talking to, this, um, to comment on this. Do you see the new $10 bills they have? Yeah, yeah. Vertical, I saw, I saw bro. Very funny. Um, I was talking with someone and I think that how, how valuable a piece of money is should be how big it is. Because I don't like how a $100 bill is the same size as like a $1 bill. But I want it to be like, you got to go buy a PS4. You're carrying like 50 pounds with you. Like you're carrying a lot of shit. Because I want it to be like, I don't like the fact that I can just tap and get. I think there needs to be an exchange. Like I want to monetarily see how like how expensive this thing is. Like, oh, I'm like, it's so heavy. Like I don't want to bring it to the store today. Like uh, maybe then, I'll just save it, you know? But then if I'm a mugger, then it just works doubly for me because the people with the most money are also the slowest. I don't know. If you get mugged, I wouldn't even believe it. Did you see that Jesse Smoltz guy? Yeah. yeah. That's wild. That's <laughs> but I find it's the opposite for me of what you said. Like I find if I have cash. Yeah. I'm like, oh, this money isn't trackable anymore. This, yeah. is, this is free money. That is true. It's like, <laughs> if it's cash in your wallet, it just doesn't exist. It exists in yeah. some weird limbo where it's like untraceable, undetectable. I can buy something from shoppers or I can buy crack right now with this. Exactly. You can't right? buy crack with a credit card. And that's the power of money. But if I tap, then it shows up in a bill somewhere. I have to transfer <laughs> that money. I actively see my, my bank account get less happy. But if it's cash, it's mm-hmm. like... You know what I mean? It's like, ooh, I'm off the grid. Yeah, you know, it's it's uh, the 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 scene from Breaking Bad when he's like looking for the cash and it's like buried underneath his house. You know, where is the money, Skyler? If you can't have it in a bank, you know, could you imagine being so rich that you can't have the money in the bank, so you have to like line the, your your walls or something like that? That was like an Ozark or something. I don't think that's a function of being like that rich. <laughs> I think it's about like being that 
dirty. Mm, maybe. All right. Well, money talks, but so do we. Let's get into this. Um, start with this one. My daycare provider is being a boob. Literally. I am a single mother of an adopted baby, and I am opting to formula feed since I can't lactate. Me too. Oh. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. I am a working mom as well and found a home daycare provider who seemed amazing. She has two kids of her own, one a little older than my daughter, and has run this home daycare for five years or so. Sorry, was that one a little older than your daughter or Juan, who's a little older? (laughs) Juan. 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 The only bump in the road was on the first day when I pulled out the formula and bottles and she wrinkled her nose and said, you feed her that slop. <laughs> you basically called her daughter a barn animal. Instead of saying you feed her that slop, you say, oh, that goes to the pig? Like, that's the exact <laughs> same thing you're basically saying. I didn't know you had a piglet. <laughs> Where's the food for your daughter? Are you stopping by a fucking petting zoo after this to feed them? Uh, I ignored the barb. I'm used to it. Also, um, how the fuck is... Formula's got to be way better for your kid than breast milk. I don't think it is. It's chemically engineered to be good for kids, dude. Fucking pregnant women can smoke and lactate. You think that's healthier than a fucking bottom of chemicals invented by some smart dude somewhere? No, but I... Okay. So you've heard about the Nestle thing, right? Oh yeah, how like they own everything. I'm just gonna go So the the Nestle thing was like the wait, ca- which Nestle thing? The one with the formula. Oh, okay, okay. So like how in the '60s, like they gave it to kids and like they came out all messed up or something. No, what what is that? Agent Orange or something? There was like some sort of um, Agent Orange. <laughs> That's the Vietnam War. <laughs> That's a character from Reservoir Dogs. No, there was some, there was some, um, there was some, uh, what's it called? Uh, uh, oof. Wow. I'm just gonna let you struggle here. <laughs> when you want, when you don't want to have a baby, you know, what's that called? Protection? Yeah. Some pill they had so women couldn't get pregnant or something like that. Or you took it during pregnancy. Okay. It was good for the baby or something. And a bunch of babies came out like malnourished, malformed, and a bunch of this stuff. But it was basically one of those situations where like, hey, you should take this. And it just did the complete opposite of what they, you know, promised. Is that oh. what Nestle's doing? No, this was something where they targeted like mothers in the third world and then made them reliant on formula. Mm, mothers in the third world. But I did that up. Bohemian Rhapsody won a lot of Oscars. It did. It did. A lot of undeserved Oscars. I didn't watch the Oscars. I saw you watch the Oscars. I got, I got 12 right. That was all right. You did, except you're, you're, he posted his entire score sheet, right? Fine. Yeah. But he he marked the whole thing in a green pen. So if you're just like glancing at it, you're like, wow, Gorian predicted everything? <laughs> we and then you're like, wait, we- some, of, some of these are X's. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. It's not my fault that you've gone through your whole life thinking green good, red bad. You know that's what the lights tell me. What, what would happen if you saw a green stop sign? I blow right through it. <laughs> I'd stop right away. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm sorry. The Nestle thing. Anyway, yeah, they made mothers in the third world reliant on their baby formula mm-hmm. to the point where they stopped producing their own breast milk, and then couldn't afford. You know That's what I mean? some bond shit, though. Like we'll 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 leak them dry of their milk in this third world, and then force them to but take our did. formula. But I'm talking about here, where it's like you have the option, you know. Yeah, but I think like, I mean, if 
if the mother is not being like stupid and doing something that endangers their baby mm-hmm. through the breast milk, like it is kind of like evolutionarily engineered to be good for the baby. I guess so, but can't some women just not lactate? What happens then? The baby just gets no milk. I there's never got to be a lactation expert. <laughs> There's never gonna. I think that must be a different guest you have. Maybe Ducic? You're telling me that there's no way that I could raise a kid and not breastfeed him and then, you know, they'll be fine. No, I'm sure you can. Yeah. I'm saying I feel like it's a 50 50 thing. Chemicals are fine, but also regular breast milk is fine. Can we Hmm. agree on that? Sure. Okay. Oh, waiting for it to rotate. There we go. What happened to this whole paper cake you were on last time? We've now switched from like I'm going paperless, man. antique technology to Gorian's seven-year-old BlackBerry playbook, which is somehow better than doing it on his phone. I don't know how. I, I like it because I, I can't get notifications from like texting or Facebook or anything on here. We can barely get it to work. <laughs> okay. Okay, there. You've been saving up your roasts all week, I can tell. You feed her that slop. I gave her a quick rundown and went on my way. Two months later, this past Friday, I got off work early and decided to pick my daughter up early. There's a side door where parents can enter without knocking, so I did that. I started the sign-out process, and as I was doing so, the daycare assistant walked by and saw me. She tried to engage with yeah, she tried to engage me with conversation, but I wanted to get my daughter, so I brushed by her. When I got to an area of the house where my daughter was, <laughs> I about fell over. The daycare provider was nursing my baby. <laughs> So, that's a no-no. <laughs> or is it? That's what we're here to talk about. I think that's a no-no. That's not. That's a no-no. You would, if she's offering the milk. So you're okay. So you're all team milk and then team no chemicals. But the second it's not someone specific's milk, you're like no, I think, no. I think if she was like, "Hey, can I breastfeed your kid?" and I was like, "Okay." Then that's cool. But if she's like, hey, can I borrow your kid for a sec? And then just sticks the kid on her breast. Yeah. I was watching. Um, I the just... way you said if everyone's having some, it's like, it's like you're waiting in line like, boy, am I thirsty. Well, if he's having some, I got to have some. Uh, on, Mar- <laughs> on the rocks. Let's go to the beach. I marched over, took the baby from her arms, and asked her if she was crazy. The provider said that she was saving my baby from chemicals I was trying to force into her body, and I should thank her for doing it all these months. Sounds like someone I know. Shavir. I didn't say anything. I just grabbed the diaper back and got the hell out of there. But now I'm not sure what to do. Obviously, I'm not sending my daughter back there, but should I report her to the umbrella company she is under for home daycares, or should I make a huge blast on social media? My sister says I should send out texts to the parents that have kids there so they can do their own check-ins. But that is too much, I think. Your thoughts? Hmm. I feel like this is a weird one. This is really weird, Where'd man. Where'd you find this? Uh, this was uh, Ask Amy. Oh, okay. I'd say the social media one will just breed more weirdness. I, I'm not a big fan of like the... Like the social lynch mob where it's like, yeah, get him, yeah, get him, you know, like when that dude shot the tiger or whatever and people oh, like, the, like the dentist. Yeah. And like yeah, they yeah. like bombed his fucking dentist office or something. Maybe not that crazy, but I think there were some signs they posted up front there. <laughs> That's a big jump. Well, you know, I, I'm just saying, but you know, I don't, I don't go after this person. Like clearly 
Dana. <laughs> she's force feeding her milk on other people, though. That is kind of fucking weird. It's this person has a definite boundaries problem. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm. Was I not supposed to suckle the child? Yeah. Is that frowned upon here? Is it, can't you only lactate when you're pregnant? Is she like perpetually, or is it like like maybe if she? So she. Uh, the intro said that the caretaker has a kid that's slightly older than her mm-hmm. own, right? Yeah. So she must have been breastfeeding that kid, so she's then, still producing Oh, milk. okay. <clears throat> There's that uh, bit from Meet the Parents when Ben Stiller's like, you can milk anything with nipples. And then Robert De Niro's like, would you like to milk me? <laughs> so if you have nipples, you can get them milked. Um, all right, so what do we do? Talk to the other parents for sure. Don't be the person that starts the blast, though, because yeah. there's nothing worse than having to read, like, the first paragraphs of those things where it's like, last Thursday I was at the Metro at Blorn Ossington, and you wouldn't believe what the cashier did. And it's like, all right, all right, you're putting it on blast for the world to see. Call a manager, you know? Report Wait, it, to the Bitter Business Bureau or something. Is blast, like, another blast? forum? Yeah. What do you mean? I don't know, you said blast. Oh, putting on blast? Yeah. It means like, you know, you're... you're oh, you mean just airing it. Yeah, exactly, okay. you know. You don't want to put someone on blast on social media. That's, yeah, you know, that's yeah. the thing. Yeah, I think, like, maybe you don't mass text the other parents, but definitely talk to them. Mm-hmm. Be like, hey. Yeah. Yeah, treat us like an adult. Like, talk to the parents. Talk to her, you know. Don't yeah. just call her crazy. Be like, hey, listen, like, try and understand her somehow, you know. Deep down, there's a human in there, you know. Amongst all Way that milk. <laughs> Under liters and liters of milk. All right. Oh, my God. That uh, answer. Oh, my God. That is my first thought is just, oh, my God. If this isn't worth reporting her to a supervising agency, I don't know what is. Yes, your baby is in the long run safe and sound. But the whole point of providing daycare for working. Well, okay. First, uh, it's just saying daycare with fresh milk like that. That's got to be like a utopia somewhere else. I guarantee you if this was like. In the year 3030, be like, leave your child here. He will be breastfed by these people. And it's like, yeah, that's a fucking deal, you know? That's a, I don't have to buy chemicals anymore. Or maybe they'll perfect the like, chemical. I'm sure if you advertise that as part of the service. Yes! There we go. There yeah. we go. That's a win-win. I think, I think the whole issue here comes from surprising... <laughs> Surprise! Breast milk! And then you got the kid hooked on it. Yeah, and like kid, phonics. Yeah, kids at home like, where's my breast milk? Where's my breast milk? You know, it's like, okay, that's well. That's true. <laughs> what, if, what if the baby won't drink the chemicals anymore and they demand that's breast a, milk? That's a good sign then. That's a healthy baby right there. But the whole point of providing daycare. bourgeoisie care, baby right there. <laughs> he drinks it from like a flute. Only the finest breast milk. <laughs> what year is this? Swirls it. Swill! You can, um, but the whole point of providing daycare for working parents is saying you can ju- you can trust me to keep your children safe and well cared for, and I will act according to your wishes in ab- your absence. Not as soon as you walk out the door, I'm going to raise your child how I see fit. This is a huge breach of trust, a total violation, and absolutely worth reporting. Please do it. If you're not comfortable making a big splash in social media, social media, that's understandable. This is a very dramatic case, and I can imagine it making a lot of headlines that you might not want to be connected with, but she should absolutely be reported for this. It's, um, breastfeeding story is always complicated, because you don't know where to do it, when it's allowed to be done, whose child to breastfeed. <laughs> it's all over the news every time. It's like, oh, a woman's shamed in Walmart for breastfeeding. Oh, a woman's shamed for breastfeeding other person's kid. It's like, can we just stop already and just let these people live their lives? 
Yeah, just breastfeed whoever you want, wherever you want, whenever you want. (laughs) Moving right along. Um, I'll do my musing now. You played an instrument as a kid, I bet, right? Yeah. Uh, What what did you do lessons in? Piano? I I had cello lessons when I was a kid. You had cello lessons? I was a cello kid. Do you not kick yourself every day thinking that if you practiced, you'd be a fucking expert at it by now? Could have been Yo-Yo Ma. You could have been the Yo-Yo Ma. You could have been... So good. We could have a band together. Like as the other day, I was like, why? Why did I quit piano? I'd be so good at it by now. Like I'd be a fucking yeah. piano expert. I'd be we, putting on concerts and stuff. We could be the the cello. What would we call our our Ooh. band? Would we include Alex? You play cello. I play piano. Call of Duty. <laughs> All right, let's do another one. This one's called Dinner with Jerry. Uh, and it opened up the breastfeeding one again. Come on. See, this is technology. There we go. I got to make sure I click the exact same. Okay, perfect. Dear Amy, my wife died seven years ago. Two weeks ago, I was reading a travel diary that she kept while in Europe on business. <laughs> you know, going through her personal things. <laughs> seven years later. <laughs> I was on page 84 of 200 of the diary. Dude, just let it go. Seven years. Um, my wife and I were not married at the time, but had been a couple for 12 years. Long marriage. My wife was staying in a converted castle for a seminar with other managers. I read in her journal that one day she had lunch and dinner with a man named Jerry. I was destroyed. I have brought this up to a few friends and relatives, and most of the women said the same thing, that it was just lunch and dinner. I am angry that she accepted the invitation at all. I know I don't have any way to get the truth, and I also have no recourse. I talked to an old girlfriend of hers who said my wife was a one-man woman. (laughs) Sure, I'm thinking maybe one man at a time. (laughs) Am I being too critical, signed devastated husband? Wait, so, sorry, did he say... Did he say he and his wife were not married at the time of the writing of this journal? They weren't married at the time of the writing of this journal, but they were dating for about 12 years. So they, they kind of had like 12 years before they got married. They want to make sure it was serious, man. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> like they hit the dozen and they were like, all right, <laughs> let's make it a baker's dozen and get married next year. Um, we're going to need one bagel a year. <laughs> and if we make it to the end of this bagel bag, we will be wed. They never did, though. Oh, I guess they did. No, they did. They were. They that's were, true. They were married for. They never got to the end of the second bag. That's what the it was. Second bag. They didn't. That's make what it. killed her. Um, <laughs> Those rotting bagels. I would love to see this man just like go out and like make a documentary about himself trying to find Jerry. You know, who's Jerry? And why did you fuck my wife? But and by fuck, I mean you. She mentioned she had lunch and dinner with him once. How dare you? <laughs> Nineteen years ago now. <laughs> You know what? She's gonna he's gonna find Jerry. He's gonna be like, and it was the best dinner I ever had. <laughs> <laughs> She's alive! <laughs> How did you find us? Oh man. She's secretly been Wouldn't that be a great twist? She faked her own death? Yeah, to get away from him. To go to, to, was, <laughs> to go to culinary school with Jerry. Jerry. His name is pronounced Yeri. Because, you know, she was in Europe at the time. Um, Sure, I'm thinking maybe one man at a time. It's better than his wife being a one-woman man, though, right? A one-woman man? Because then... If his wife's a one-woman 
Man, that that doesn't make any sense. Think about it. Take a second. Take a second. Matter of fact, you should take 4G and think before you fuck with no skateboard beat. Um, yeah, this guy's weird for like. How can you be married to someone for date for twelve, married for X amount, and then you just think she cheated on him? Like he must have been looking through so much stuff trying to find one instance of her maybe cheating yeah. on him. And she's like this perfect woman who's never even like alluded to seeing another man. And like lunch and dinner and a diary, like. Who like how paranoid is this guy that he doesn't like what does he think about actual conspiracies? <laughs> <laughs> like that's what I want to know. Like, what the fuck does this guy think about the moon landing? Yeah. He's the type of guy you call him up on the phone, and you're like, Can I have your social security number? He's like, Well, I don't see why you would you why would someone lie that they need this? You know, it's a very serious thing to have. But he goes to the gap and they ask for his email address <laughs> and he runs screaming out of there and sets himself on fire. <laughs> You want my postal code? That's the biggest fucking scam in the world, man. Postal you, code? You go to LCBO and they're like, postal code? And I'm like, why? And they're like, well, we want to you know, better help serve you in your area. We want to see where our customers are. I'm like, I'm shopping at LCBO. Y'all in the perfect place right now. I love this place, you know? Why you got to know I live a block away from here? What are you going to do with that information? <laughs> I think you're just going to like drastically skew their demographics. <laughs> It's like, well, well, the majority of the neighborhood is buying 15-year-old scotch and champagne. And, then, and, then one, and one guy is buying turpentines. So stock up with the turpentine, I guess. All right. Devastated husband. Uh, dear devastated, being angry, confused, or upset is one thing. But when you start singling... When you start slinging accusations and insinuations around about someone who can't defend her own reputation, you tip the balance, you seem irrational and even cruel. I think I can think of several very reasonable explanations for your wife's actions. As for as her loving husband, your instinct should not be to jump to the harshest conclusion, but to assume the very best about someone whom you loved and who presumably loved you. You really need to get a grip about this, but if you find you are obsessing, still angry, and can't let it go, see a counselor. Signed, Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> Signed, currently, fucking Jerry. This was in uh, September 2009. Mm. That's a while ago, isn't it? That is it's a 10 while years ago. ago. Let's follow up with this guy. Let's yeah. Say, yeah. Let's get him on. Let's get him on Bad Vice. You think he's going to be buried next to his wife, or he's going to be like, you, you got Jerry buried there. We'll get him on bad advice. It's a great idea. Yeah. Can we? Uh, I'll, I'll I'll see. Can, I will. can you and your BlackBerry playbook track him down? <laughs> I just like throw in this to see if it hits him. All right. Find Jerry. <laughs> Find Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way these birds in wars back then for real like that. Like messenger pigeons. Yeah. There's no way they you trained them. You think they just like randomly like. There were just so many messages flying around that you, <laughs> you caught any pigeon other. and you just made whatever message the pigeon was carrying your own. <laughs> it's like the scene in Willy Wonka when the kid blows up to a million particles. Same thing with the pigeons. It's just like, like all the way back and forth, you know, LOLs, ha-has, K-dots, you know. Red. <laughs> <laughs> she the just kills the bird. <laughs> never came back. Don't kill the messenger. <laughs> Don't kill the messenger bird. All right, this is a good one. Dear Abby, I never thought I would write to you, but several months ago, I learned that how to write. <laughs> I'm sorry. I never thought I would write to you, but several months ago, my wife learned that a DJ at the local radio station was an old high school acquaintance. After swapping several emails, the man tried to seduce my wife. The nerve. 
<laughs> DJs are like that, dude. They will, especially like radio station DJs. They're yeah. disc jockeys. They're jocks, bro. They're going to want to try and fuck your wife, all right? Get with the fucking program. What about regular jockeys? <laughs> like the little guys. The least cool things ever. <laughs> Isn't it crazy that the disc makes them way cooler? The jockey part is just, where does it even come from? Because you're I, switching a bunch of CDs out? I guess, You're jockeying yeah. them? That makes you a jockey? Yeah, I don't know. Like, maybe they had to hit them like horses? Or... Um, he didn't do it in a way that could get him into trouble, but his intentions were very clear. What's a way that could get him into trouble? I am not asking you out, but if you were to happen to run into this restaurant at 7 p.m. this evening, I might be there. There you go. You're off the hook, you know. You're just bringing up a But what hook could he be on? Um, to get fired at the radio station, I guess. Like, if you're, like, messaging oh. someone and it's like, hey, stop that. And he's like, no, I want to fuck you, you know. <laughs> then, all right, I'll call the radio station and get you fired, you know. Easy peasy. All right. Um, okay. My wife called him and blasted him. Oh, uh, more blasting. Uh, telling him uh, she has been happily married for 16 years. This DJ works for my wife's favorite radio station. And every time she listens to this station, a little bit of my heart breaks because she knows how I feel about this incident. <laughs> Should I ask her to stop listening to this station, thereby punishing my wife, who is entirely innocent in this matter, or keep my mouth shut and hope that the hurting will someday stop? Any advice you can offer will be appreciated, as I have been troubled by this for some time. Signed, Achy Breaky Heart in Maine. This is a great one. I think this one's fucking... It's interesting. It's... Yeah, it's... it's Got more gray area, I yeah, guess. Yeah, it's it's one of those weird like scenarios where you're getting upset over someone else, even though nothing happened to you. Yeah, but you still have like a good reason, good cause. You know, if I was dating someone and like, you know, you got to listen to this specific radio station. You can't find it at any yeah. other radio station. Yeah. We have Spotify. We have phones and aux cables. You I'll have to buy listen. you serious. <laughs> hey, welcome back to Point Ninety Nine Seven with DJ Dan. I'm gonna fuck your whoa, 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 wife. <laughs> That do you practice that? <laughs> no. That was incredible. What was, the, what was the bit from the Weekenders? Uh, what was that DJ? Oh. Fuck. Hey, I go. It was no, it wasn't that guy. No. Fuck. When Carver goes on the DJ station and he gets like, you know, he gets like really nervous and he doesn't say a word on there. You don't remember? Stuff no. does. I remember the larynx thing. I was like that larynx bit. The larynx bit. What was that? It's like when TJ's dad visits. Uh huh. And then he's like super awkward and trying to make Tino's dad. Sorry, Tino. Get your shit right. And his dad visits and he's super awkward and he's trying to make conversation. Yeah. And they're just like standing there and his dad's just like, oh, larynx. Oh, larynx. That'd be a great name for a car, wouldn't it? Oh, larynx. Oh, God. Underrated. All right. What does this guy do? I'd say like. Yeah, I mean, if you're either party, you're like, let's just... I'm sure there's another... Isn't it a little bit suspicious she's still listening to the station? Can't we agree that's like a a little bit... mm, mm. I mean... It's like watching a Roman Polanski movie after finding out what he did, you know? You shouldn't, but you can. Even Macbeth? (laughs) Especially Macbeth. (laughs) There's like a topless 13-year-old in that movie. Is there? Yeah! We saw it in school. Yeah! Ooh. That's why they show the Leonardo DiCaprio one now. Oh. The Romeo and Juliet, whatever that, that is. Yeah, I'm like, wait a minute. There are no 13 year old <laughs> girls in Macbeth. What are you watching? Uh, yeah, that's it's the Romeo and Juliet one. That's Romeo what I'm Juliet, thinking of. Yeah. All right. Well, so what do you what do you what do you say? Pretend I'm your wife and this happened. 
Can we listen to a different radio station? <laughs> Why? Because I don't like that guy. <laughs> yeah, well, I went to high school with him, okay? And he has great music. Your music sucks, Shabir. Why? Why you got to bring Simon and Garfunkel into this? All right, so we both agree. Just ask her to change the station. Change the station. There are other, there are other soft rock stations in Maine. I promise you. I would love to find out what station this is. You know what? Fuck it. Get this guy fired from his job so you can listen to that station again. Is this going to turn into, like, instead of Bad Vice, it'll turn into... Like, there should be one special episode called The Bad Vice Witch Hunt. <laughs> Everyone, pull out your phone, start looking for this guy. Yeah, like, we just pick one person and try to learn everything about them. That's very interesting. Ooh, it, a whole podcast dedicated to, like, completely revealing a person's life without them knowing it. That's terrible. <laughs> it's, like, it's just the biggest invasion of privacy. It's an invasion of privacy, but it's also interesting that like two people dedicated like an hour a week to this, you know? Yeah. I went through Shavir's garbage this week, and <laughs> here we have some of it right here. He ate two, he ate two O'Henry bars, so uh, <coughs> looking forward to pulling his blood tests out. He told me he was allergic to peanuts. <laughs> the plot thickens. Dear Aki Breaky, I'm sorry you were hurt by the le lechery of that presumptuous DJ, but please understand that this has nothing to do with you. It's a little A to B to C scenario, isn't it? Yeah, like, I don't know, it depends if the guy knew that she was married. Mm, that's true, because his my wife called him. Yeah. <laughs> and we got a caller on the phone right now. Leave me alone! <laughs> I'm married for 16 years! Jerry! Uh-oh, it's the bitch alarm. We gotta get her off the show right now. I got some other ones. Yeah. Uh... Oh, slide whistle. That Very means nice. we're moving on. Ooh. Um, your wife discouraged his advances. The fact that she likes the programming on that particular station doesn't mean she's attracted to the disc jockey. At, you, at this point, you're making a mountain out of a molehill. You won. He's the loser. Forget about it. All right. Here's here. I changed my answer. Start pranking the radio station a lot. Oh, Just I like start that calling much in. Start calling in with crazy stories. Try and get on the air as often as possible. And every time you're on the air, just be like, fuck so-and-so, you know? Yeah, I am 100% behind yeah. anything petty. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Moving right along. Uh, what do we got here? Ooh. It's, uh, it's flu season. Right now or? Probably. The... I don't know. Isn't that yeah. in the winter? Yeah, it's always flu season. Yeah. Did you get your shot? I did get my shot. Did it hurt? It didn't hurt, but like you really get the flu. Yeah. They should um make it a pill. That'd be faster. The flu pill? Yeah. That would be great. A flu pill. We should start selling a flu pill and then at the bottom it's like we 100% do not guarantee that you will, you know, this does not replace your flu shot. It'll be a it's gag like gift. if you just need to be sick. <laughs> With this you know pill I mean? will make you sick. We legally can't tell you what's going to happen when you take this pill. But something bad will happen. <laughs> we give you like a, a like a list of options that yeah. might happen. You know, diarrhea, brain rot. You know, throwing up. It, and just sell it like outside universities at yeah. exam time. You'll be out in minutes. What is the legal? I guess just a rewrite. But like, if you just throw hurl all over your test. Like what could it, like it, I've thought about that where it's like cause some people pull fire alarms during exams right and everyone has to redo the whole fucking exam 
Or no, no, no. They they don't do that. Like you go outside, mm-hmm. and then you're supposed to not talk to anybody until they've cleared the building. Yeah, but but I mean, they. I've never heard of having to redo an exam for a fire alarm. I feel like I may have read that online somewhere. All right, I'll snopes it later. Um, dear Abby, I was waiting in line to get a cup of coffee, and the customer behind me was so close; she was almost touching me. Then she coughed without covering her mouth. I stepped away, but she closed in on me and coughed again without covering. That's fantastic. The follow-up cough. You know, where yeah. do you think you're going? <coughs> get him, boys! <laughs> I need the pill. I turned and politely asked her to step back and cover her mouth the next time she coughed. I have an anecdote from your brother. Really? Go for it. So, he was at the supermarket. Okay. And he was buying, like, two things. Okay. And the guy behind him was also buying, like, a couple of things. Okay. So, he put his stuff down on the belt. Mm-hmm. And you know how you're supposed to put the divider there? Um, Depends. Like, was my brother first in line? Yeah. So he would put his stuff down, and then if there's a belt there, you take the belt and put it at the back of your groceries. Like the divider. You yeah. Know? Yeah. So he didn't put it down. He's like, ah, whatever. Like, I'm only getting two things. And he said there was ample room. There's a- If there's ample room, and as long as you position your items in a way that they know exactly they're together, and then yeah. she doesn't have to second guess it. So as long as there's enough room between the two lots of items, and as long as your two items are close enough. Because they're never going to be like, is any of this yours? If there's like a fucking turkey, you know, three feet yeah, over. Yeah. So the lady scans mm-hmm. your brother's stuff. Perfect. And then she accidentally scans one thing from the guy behind him. Mistakes happen. And then your brother says, oh, no, sorry, that's not mine. That's his. Okay. So and far, perfectly justifiable. Right? Everything's A-OK. And the lady's like, oh, sorry. And she, as she's canceling it, the guy behind him says, <laughs> you know, you're supposed to put the divider down. Oh, no. And your brother's like. Oh, no. He's like, oh, sorry, I must have forgot. Yeah. I thought I did it. He's like, I'm sorry, I thought I did it. Uh-huh. And then the guy waits a second, and then he goes, well, you didn't. <laughs> what do you, what, you, it's, I always hate when that ever happens. That's the worst, where it's like, you know. The story goes on. Oh, it does it? Oh, fuck. Of course it does. <laughs> so your brother turns around to this guy. Yeah. And he goes, I see this isn't your first rodeo, is it, Chief? He says that to him. He just yells it at the, like, and Chief was like... Yeah, that's a Serbian thing. Yeah. And then he said there was just uncomfortable silence. What did he say again? He said this isn't your first rodeo, is it, Chief? And for, just for a backdrop, my brother's living in Alberta right now where they do have a rodeo. (laughs) It must have been on his mind. Must have been. Does it go on? So, no, he just said after that, like, everybody was really <laughs> tense and quiet, and the cashier was, like, pretending like yeah, she dude. was looking for something that she forgot. Well, Steph is, like, jacked as fuck, so That's if he, what I, if he like, gets I said, in your face, it's like, all right, like, the dude doesn't wear a fucking coat in the winter, so he's always gonna have, like, his fucking massive arms hanging out of a t-shirt or some shit. So that's the first thing I asked. I was like, you're very intimidating. Yeah, where you, I want to know the size difference between these people. So he said the other guy was taller than he was, mm-hmm. and he was like a like a hefty guy. You know what? I, I bet you this is what happened. I bet you my brother observed what he was buying and sussed out the situation. 
Mm. I, be, I guarantee if so, it was like carrots and fucking kale and stuff like that, then he would have like, yeah, what are you going to do about it? You know, but if it was like, you know, eight steaks and like the expensive fish cuts and stuff like, all right, this guy's jacked as fuck, you know? So I asked about who was buying what too. Oh, dude, yeah. On the same wavelength right now. So the other guy was just buying like, I think like a Gatorade and like a candy bar or something. Just oh. like, just like <laughs> also just like two things. So and not worth making a, a fuss over. No, it was like, it was something like, like it was like a can of pop oh, or a bottle God. of pop or something that the lady scanned. He, he should have made a comment about that. That would have really been the thing yeah. where it's like, you know, you know what would have been the better thing? He paid for it. That would have been the fucking boss move to do. Yeah. I told him, I told him he should have just like opened it. Mm hmm had like a sip yes put it back on the on the conveyor and said yeah i'll take that <laughs> how like he should have bought it and just threw it out right in front of him and you just, know when yeah. you dig through the trash for it you little trash boy you know go pick up a new one you piece of shit go to the fucking aisle seven right now <laughs> all right you know what that means get this bitch <laughs> off the <laughs> All right. Uh, I don't even know if we can finish this one. Uh, oh, that was a really good anecdote, though. Perfectly summed yeah. up uh, what we're going through right now. I suggested that because we are in the midst of a cold and a flu season, there's no way that I or anyone else could know the difference. Oh, wait. Sorry. Uh, she said she had an allergy, not a cold. <laughs> and there's no way that I or anyone else could know the difference between a cough from allergy or illness. Was it rude on my part? Should we all practice some courtesy by covering our mouths when we cough or sneeze? Signed, rude in Minnesota. This person is not asking for advice let's make that yeah, very clear yeah she wants to be told that she's right so she's airing a grievance yeah here's the thing too um i'm a hundred percent on board of the coffer side on this situation and here's the reason why wow here's the reason why um sometimes a cough escapes you right yeah. a cough will escape sometimes and you know maybe two escapes maybe two escapes the woman in front of you is moving up the line's moving i'm coughing i'm gonna move up that means the cough's coming with me okay i can't help no, no, it no 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 hold I, on <laughs> hold on okay i get it sometimes your hands are busy yeah you can't cover your mouth with yeah. your elbow or whatever yeah you know what you can move your head not move if you have it. a big parka on or something, though. No. You, can't, you, you move like Batman in the old movies, man. You don't know. What you're doing right now is you're swiveling, like, your shoulders <laughs> and, like, you're doing... No, I'm talking like... It's you're like, doing some sort of calisthenics <laughs> over here. I mean, move your head by turning your neck to one side and cough into your shoulder. That's what you do. The, sh the, the shoulder cough is third on the pecking order mm -hmm. behind the crook of... The arm, <laughs> the little, little dab, the little, little, yeah, the little dab cough. Yeah. Then slightly less sanitary but still acceptable is the hand cover cough, and the third one for when your hands and ergo your elbows are occupied mm -hmm. is the shoulder cough. Shoulder cough. So I'm not I'm not disagreeing that this man is out of line. He shouldn't have coughed. Okay. But you know what? It happens to the best of us. It, it could happen to you. You know, you wouldn't even know what happened. You just. <coughs> And then, <coughs> you know, you don't, you didn't even realize it happened. People can slip up, dude. Now, I would absolutely, if someone called me out on this, if someone challenged yeah. me, I'd be like, "Those are allergies, you know? <laughs> what a perfect excuse that is." No, no, this is an allergy, okay? And you're being quite rude because it's all allergy based, all right? And also, like, I'm allergic to bullshit. I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't think it being an allergy absolves you of like 
You know, like, you're still projecting. Yeah, I think this dude's having covering fright. I guarantee he doesn't have allergies. In the yeah. winter, they don't exist. There's no pollen outside. What are you sneezing at? I guess unless you're allergic to, like, pets. Yeah, dude, I'm super allergic to cats. It's are you? It's crazy. It's, like, it can be in the same room as them, but if I'm, like, playing with one and petting it and stuff like that, depending on the kind of cat... I'm like crying. I'm sneezing. When I went to my boy's house in Kingston, he had a cat there, and it was the first time that I sneezed like ten times in a row from like an allergy. Like I thought huh. I was like dying. <laughs> I woke up and I was like, "Why is everything hurt?" So like I thought I was sick. Oh. It's just fucking cats, bro. Huh? You ever have a cat? No, I had a dog. You ever cough on him? Must have <laughs> coughed on each other. <laughs> it was our thing. Um, was it rude on my part, or should we all practice some courtesy? Would you call someone out or would you be like, I, don't I wouldn't, have the energy, I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't call know. someone out on yeah. it though. You really got to wait for it to come to you. You know, I'm not one to like go out of my way, but if it out of the way comes to me, then get ready. Yeah. I, I just, I wouldn't call someone out. I just keep moving. I just <laughs> you, move You myself. call them out on this show. Okay. That's how we roll. Yeah. Like you I get believe to, what happened. I get to live vicariously <laughs> through my advice on this show. You, you do like a little like. You're like, yeah, you know, I've got a, got a musing for next week. Dear Rude, what you said was not rude. It was common sense. The notion that if you don't think you're sick, only allergic, you have the right to cough on others is misguided. When you ask the woman not to hover near you, you <laughs> she should have respected your request, stepped back, and not closed in again whether or not she continued to cough. Flu season is in full swing. That's why it's important for everyone who is out in public and exposed to practice good hygiene. How often do you practice good hygiene? Eh, once a week. <laughs> That's all you really need. Yeah. Um, I think I have one more. We'll end on this guy. It's loading. There we go. It's a prudence. Dear Prudence, in eighth grade, one of my bullies sent me a message on social media telling me to kill myself. The boy is good friends with a guy I am now dating. Ooh. We're not exclusive yet, but we're getting there. And the closer we get, the more anxious I get. I don't know how to talk about it with him, but I don't want to throw this great guy out with the bully bathwater. After junior high, we were sent to a much larger high school, which is where the guy I'm seeing now met my bully. So, bullied at a middle school, went to a big high school, yep. met the person you're dating. Sweet. None of our paths crossed anymore, so the bullies totally, the bullying totally stopped. We are in our late 20s now. Admittedly, I was a weird kid, bookish and easy to bully. That's the that's a nice thing to admit that, like you yeah, know, yeah, it's like all right, I, I get why you know. Don't want to kill myself. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm fine with the two of them being friends now, but I don't want to hang out with my former bully myself. I get along with great guy's other friends, and bully lives in a different town, so I haven't seen him yet. When great guy asked me if I knew bully, I said his name sounded familiar. The thought of telling great guy about it is scarier than the idea of telling him about my physically abusive alcoholic dad and emotionally abusive ex. Wow, that's a lot to unload in the last sentence. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it was only like one case of bullying too, where it was like, he bullied me on social media and said to kill myself, and it's like, that's way worse than like my alcoholic dad. Is it? Damn, dude. Did she say it's way worse? Um, She said... Um, the thought of telling great guy about it is scarier than the idea of telling him about my physically abusive. Oh, so she hasn't told him much about her baggage, but this is yeah. like the thing that maybe because she doesn't see her ex or her dad anymore. But like, this is like, you know, direct contact with the, the partner. I've had therapy to help to deal with those. And great guy seems empathetic. 
Now that I've sat down to write to you, I realize I'm also worried about Bully telling great guy about the day I locked myself in a bathroom and cried, or telling him one of the rumors about me, or essentially bullying me again. If great guy and I become exclusive, is this something I need to address? How? If I shouldn't, how do I get over it? Signed, Small Town Problems. That's a tough one. That is a tough one, isn't it? That's a real banger. It's it's very in the news where it's kind of like you're you're bringing back tweets from ten years ago, you know? Yeah, like the dude definitely like I I, I have no uh, you know bullying sucks. It didn't sound like they beat her up or anything like you know physical. I don't think like he does. He definitely doesn't get a pass. He doesn't get a pass for what he's done. Yeah, but he also deserves a chance to make things up. You know. Okay. You know, because you don't know how he is now. You just had no contact with him, right? Eighth grade. Eighth grade. You're doing, cra- you're doing dumb shit there all the time. He probably had a crush on you. Like, let's be real. Yeah, like, but I can see from her perspective, too, especially, like, if she's going through that stuff at home at the same time. And that then, is true. It's just another I mean? like it just drop in the piles bucket. Up. It snowballs, right? It snowballs. So, I, but, like, from her perspective, this whole thing is a lot easier if she trusts the guy. Yeah, great, great guy. guy. Yeah, right, GG. GG. Yeah, because it kind of seems like you, if you trust him in the sense that you want to date him or whatever and marry him or whatever, then you got to trust that his, you know, moral compass will guide him to only be friends with people. But they are like old high school friends, though. That's the, the thing, right? Oh, so. dude, fucking Randy lives over a town, man. We're going to go grab some beers with him. You want to come, man? Like... Uh oh, fuck Randy, dude. Yeah, but you don't want to be a killjoy. Like, can you imagine if it was like, if it was like, Brad Pitt? The, no, this girl you started seeing, and then mm-hmm. she told you that like one of your friends oh, in high school, no. right? Dude, yeah, right? Trying, my old bully was friends with the girl I'm dating. Is that what you're saying? Because that would be a big game change. No, 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 no. Okay. Oh well, okay, sure. Yeah. yeah. Put it like that, right? You're dating someone, and they're like, oh, by the way, you know this guy that made you cry in eighth grade? Yeah. Yeah? I still hang out with him. Yeah, he he's my best bud. <laughs> he's like, ah, oh, shit. Oh, fuck, what do I do now? Um, <clears throat> Snoop him a bit. See if he's, like, sane on Facebook and Instagram. You can kind of get a good telling of, like, if someone's, like, crazy or, like, a bully or not, because, like, they'll share dumb shit on there, you know? You can figure out that way. I say just go for it. Just be, like, just talk to she talk should just to talk to a great guy. guy and like if he ever brings this friend up yeah just be like oh yeah i kind of used to know him he wasn't that nice to me though yeah you know there you go and what? then him no babe you, you that was too dull you gotta meet him now yeah okay? and then like if he starts to unpack it yeah. then like okay she can ease into it and say it okay i like that's that what answer. i would go for that's a good answer all right um small town problems do you know anyone that lives in a small town or is from a small town you're from like the biggest town India 8 billion you've confused India with Indiana (laughs) because of the Dodgers (laughs) and the Dodgers with the Packers uh I always wanted to live in a small town when I watched Corner Gas. I always think that'd be I fun. I loved that show. Right? I, used to, I started binging again the other day. That's a, It holds way the fuck up. Does it? It's very funny. Oh. I think someone posted a clip on Reddit and I was like, check out this gem. I watched that shit on the air. All right, let's finish this up. It might be helpful to think of this not as something you need to address, but something that you get to address. Because you deserve to ask for support and talk about things that cause you fear and anxiety with someone you're considering dating seriously. 
More than anything, I don't think you should use language like get over it. Because if you tell this great guy about what his buddy did to you and he responds dismissively, then you've just learned something pretty important about his character and you should pay attention to it. No matter how weird or bookish you were, if it doesn't mean it was okay for someone to bully you or tell you to kill yourself. I don't mean to sound condescending because I think you know that on some level, but you do not have to bend over backward to extend compassion or context to your childhood tormentors. Maybe your former bully has truly changed, but you can wish him well and hope for his continued redemption without ever wanting to be in the same room as him again. I think you should mention this to the guy you're seeing right now. You can make it clear that you don't know what the bully is like as an adult and that you're not asking this guy to re-litigate the past on your behalf or to end their friendship, but you don't want to spend time with the bully if he ever comes to town. I don't want you worrying about the prospect of being thrown together with him because you think it's too soon to talk to your almost boyfriend about it. If he is truly the empathetic guy he wants to be, he'll listen to he'll listen and do whatever he can to make things more comfortable for you. Small town problems. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, pretty spot on. Talk yeah. to the dude. Be like, hey, how is he doing nowadays, you know? What radio stations does he listen to? Or host. <laughs> Which women does he take for lunch in, in castles? Oh, man. All right. Well, we reached the end of this episode. Where can you find us? You can find us at badvicepodcast.ca, badvicepodcast on Instagram. We're on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play. You can find Shavir in my building. Any plans for the snow? Is your car stuck or anything? (laughs) I guess I'll find out. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We'll see you guys next Thursday. Peace. Peace.